Love your home. It's always in style. Thanks. I love updating my home. Let me guess. Prairie Gardens. Like your outfits. You know it. So you got this sofa, these chairs, this table, all at Prairie Gardens? Yes, but the best part, everything is take me home today. I can take it home right from the store. And there were so many things to choose from at prices that made it easy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Off so fast? Where? Why, Prairie Gardens, of course. Extraordinary gardening, boutique, framing, and furniture that's ready to take me home today. Well, good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Join us if you can. We're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. Or you can uh, call in with your questions or comments at 356-9397. That's 356-WDWS. Or even text us at 351-5357. We have our experts standing by, and they include today Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. And Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. Good to have you both here. Thank you. It's Thank great you. to be here. Yeah. Started off kind of cool this morning. It's very nice out. It, it is. It. It's lovely out. It's a good day to be out in your gardens, I yes, think. Yes, it is. Yeah. Breakfast in the garden was lovely this morning. Oh, did you yes. do that? Oh, how nice. Yeah, it is. That's great. Love it. I got to sit down for just a few minutes. Yay. But mostly walked around. That's nice. Yeah. yeah that is nice. Very cool. Well, as I walk around the store here, I'm being reminded, as Jim Lewis kept reminding us this morning, oh, it's the last weekend of July. And yeah, you look all around and oh, it's about time for a change of seasons, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Starting to see some autumn creep in. Yep. <laughs> and that's well, good because you can get it all together early. Yeah, you need to have it out early because, you know, some things we don't have a lot of and really special things you should get them early mm -hmm. unique things mm -hmm. yeah i learned that about the glass blown pumpkins yeah i love those and now every year i can get one of a different color shade nice mm -hmm. cool but in addition to the uh the some of the sale prices that you have inside the store including the boutique might i add uh you have some sale prices going on out in the greenhouses the, uh, I saw a couple of tables where it was uh, select perennials on the tables were fifty percent off. There's a few. We, we've yeah, I'm we have a few that yay. that are fifty percent off. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, there's things that need to go and have homes. Mm -hmm. So. so please plant me, please plant I think, me. Yeah, I think some of that purple sage well, that's back there needs to. I, I don't think it's on sale, but I'm so, I'm sorry, but no. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, but, you know, but it was on the table. <laughs> Fruit trees are on sale, fifty percent off. Now's a great time. Really? And we don't charge extra for the fruit on them. Oh wow, that's Seriously. amazing. I mean, I, there's they all fruit. <laughs> they They're all loaded. They have fruit on them. It's You're, crazy. I was looking at your uh, chef Jeff uh, veggies. Yeah. There's a pepper that's almost completely fully grown Isn't and it crazy? big and green and just. Waiting to be eaten. So it's kind of late to be putting out uh, vegetable plants, but you know, when you get a head start like eh. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and really, it's only, what we still have August, September. Ish. Yeah, okay. And then, what, about in October? You start seeing things. You see all, yeah. uh, just pretty much the fall <laughs> crops, I guess. Yeah, you could, and, and in fact, it's almost time to start doing, uh, by seed, the fall crops. Oh, really? So, yeah, find, finding some... Uh, Oh, you know, cool, cool weather crops, broccoli, uh, cabbage, stuff like that. Okay. 
Yeah, lettuce was the, the one that I could yeah, remember. Yeah, lettuce and spinach you can do a little later. They, yep. they don't take so yep. long, and nope. they definitely like the cool weather. They like the cool. Yep. Yeah, good. Yeah. Turnips? Mm. Yeah, isn't that interesting? People, I've had so many people ask for turnips in the last few days. They're getting more popular. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knew? <laughs> and I think we're out of turnip seeds. <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> but, yeah, but you do still have uh, some, some uh, seed packets here available. Um, if you want to plan for next year even, the burpee seeds are 60% off. And uh, yeah, some others are fifty percent off. Yeah, a few things you can plant right now. A few things. Nice. Yep. What? Uh, so what? What else we got in this week? We oh, got. Oh yeah. uh, We got some fresh annuals in. We have some. Uh, you have a lot of new hanging, hanging baskets, baskets. I noticed flowering and foliage baskets. Uh, if yeah. you go to uh, prairiegardens.com, you can get a five dollar off coupon. Nice. Yep. That always comes in, and there uh, I saw a lot of them only nineteen ninety nine. Yep. I think they're all nineteen ninety nine baskets <laughs> that came in, and you hey, get that coupon five, five bucks off. Yeah, and yeah. it's <laughs> that's, just, that's it's crazy. Well, it is it's great. So it's much so color. That's exactly oh what I was going to say. It's so nice to have the fresh color. Yeah, I mean you have callies out there, you have some petunias still, and you have. I, I was trying to identify as many as I could. Oh, there's yeah, there's a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well, what's what happens? You know, this time of year, and then when it's been so hot, you know, maybe some of the things haven't done so well or have suffered. So you can freshen up that way. Yeah. You know, just freshen with some new color. That sounds great. Yeah. That's exactly what you I want to do. Have some planters you can just pick up and ready to go. So nice. Yeah. The the bigger planters too were those Gerber daisies, the very bright flowers that you had on the end caps. Can oh no, those were zinnias. Oh, zinnias. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Big, big pots of zinnias that are just beautiful. Yes. Oh, my gosh. With yeah, like those are great. Rainbow of colors. Yeah, those are beautiful. Very striking. And and, and a, a few of those, too, I might add. Yeah. So. We got in some fresh grasses this week. You Ornamental did? grasses, yeah. Like, oh, the tiger stripe or zebra stripe? I can't zebra remember. Grass. Zebra grass. Zebra. Very good. <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> and some panicans and so miscanthus and all those ornamental grasses that are very popular. So it's 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 fun to see them now because they, they've all almost all started their inflorescence or their, their um, what people call the plume, oh. grass plumes. So it's th- that's when they really show off is when they start doing that. They're just. Yeah. 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 And I think the ornamental grasses are also an item that can be really cool for the winter landscape yeah they really are just adding a nice little touch of movement and yeah i don't know and protection protection good for uh, bird habitats yeah absolutely yeah yep didn't even think about that yep yeah i suppose they would like that wouldn't they yes they would (laughs) it's it's such a great addition to to the the landscape too you know you can use them as backgrounds borders Mm mm-hmm you know, show off. You know, it's behind other other plants to show show those off. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Or you could put it in the Very. center and then and then layer it from out of the center as a focal. Yeah, can't talk Absolutely. Focal point. I haven't yeah. had coffee. Yeah, <laughs> get some coffee. Ah, <laughs> uh, you certainly have coffee available. Thanks to Nancy, always making it fresh every day out here at Prairie Gardens. Come on in and grab a, a fresh cup of coffee as you stroll about. 
and look at all the new items that are on the shelves and out in the greenhouses, plenty of butterfly bushes still in the front, and the hibiscus. With those big friggin' flowers? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. The Aren't white ones. I don't know if I've ever seen white ones. There they are. And and th they're larger than my hand. Absolutely. The bloom is. Yeah, absolutely. Those blossoms are just so cool, aren't yeah, they? Are. Yes. How, how long do they blossom? Like, they're, because hibiscus are pretty much prolific throughout the summer, aren't they? Well, they, they actually start a little later in the season, so they're, 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 I, I don't even know if I've seen any in, in uh, gardens in flower yet. Have you, John? I oh. have not. So it, it's about right time, though. It, yeah, it's about at the time when they start flowering. They're they're usually a, a mid-late summer when they begin, and you'll see them for weeks if the weather's right, of course. Maybe. It all depends on the weather. But one thing I always, I, I love hibiscus. I think they're beautiful. It's, it's a perennial hibiscus. Um, it's the very last thing to break dormancy in the spring. So I oh, have yeah. dug up more than one thinking it was dead. Oh. So <laughs> it's, it's one of those things I, I always explain to people who have never grown them. Just don't don't give up on it because it's, it'll come up late. I mean, seriously, yeah, like, like way, the way end of May. into May. Wow, <laughs> yeah. really? But everything else is like up and showing off. Well, it's just barely peeking out of the uh, soil. So, yeah, it's an like interesting it. plant. Yeah, they like it hot. Yeah, apparently. Okay. Apparently. Good to know. And then bloom a little later, which is kind of nice because there's not a lot going on. Absolutely, because you're getting summer. that in-between yeah. color from a lot of the perennials where, where you know, before we get into the, you know, the solidago and the asters and things, which bloom a little later, this is one that you can really enjoy. It, it, the hybridizing of them right now is kind of towards shorter ones because they're usually five feet tall, six mm. feet tall, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so so kind of going towards the three to four foot tall, which can fit into a few more gardens than the really tall ones. But, mm -hmm. but there's still a lot of tall ones available too. So hibiscus are really cool. Do they get uh, kind of, how do they grow, do they grow out as well? Do they get kind of bushy? Kind of, a, kind of filled in? A, a, a vase shape, you know. Um, yeah. Okay. Kind of fan out at the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. But upright. Uh, very upright, yes. Right, and cool. yes, a three to foot, three to four foot one does sound much more manageable <laughs> than a six foot sweater. tall. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and some of the foliage color is really pretty too. Some have more of a, a reddish or burgundy tones on the f on the foliages as well. So yes. it's a nice complement to the to the flower blossom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. That's a good point. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So, what are you guys busy doing in your yards this past week? Aside oh watering, <laughs> did Let you me have guess. any? So, John just got back from vacation. So, oh. John, did. did you have any weeds when you got back? Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> weeds and droopy plants. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I can just tell you really fast about my trip because it was really fun. Awesome. You go? We went to upstate New York uh, in the Adirondack Mountains, which is. Uh, we were about on the Canada border, so oh, wow. right by Quebec. It was beautiful. Uh, and what's cool about in the mountains, and you know, you, you travel to different states and you see different things growing. Oh, for sure. Uh, New York and northern Pennsylvania are great. Uh, they have a lot of vineyards there, yeah. which is was cool. I loved that driving through all the. Through all the great miles of grapevines. Sure. Yes. And uh, then when you get into the mountains, uh, I was surprised to see 
of course a lot of a lot of evergreen trees but they had aspen trees Oh. Which you don't really see other than in Colorado a lot of times. Oh. You, you, you'll see them once in a while here? Yeah. And you know why they why? don't grow so well here? Because it's too hot. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Isn't it? I, I think that's yeah. just so reverse of what people think of. Uh, was it hardy here? Right. That's a good point. It's, it's usually because of the cold, but yeah. no. Yeah. Nope. It's too hot around here. Yep. Too hot for a lot of us, isn't it? Well, yeah. <laughs> Does that need to be said? <laughs> so droopy plants and weeds. So what did I get out? I got out the buckets when I got home. I bet you did. Five-gallon buckets. <laughs> Good. Yep. Yep. Oh. At the, you know, after trying to water out in the yard, I think that's brilliant. Uh, because it's, it is hard to measure otherwise how much water you're giving the plants. Well. Other than uh, you know, other than timing it. Uh, oh, you know, that's, that's right. Yeah, that's the way to do it too. I I water with the hose also. I water both ways. Yeah. But mostly bucket. Okay. Well, and and when you're watering anything with foliage too, then I imagine you want to try to get under any leaves. Absolutely. <clears throat> and that can be, I don't know. Sometimes that can be kind of hard to do with a, a hose unless you just lay it on the ground. You can do that. Yeah. And or you can get soaker hoses, which are which are nice also. If you oh. have a lot of plantings, you want to continuously water, or you know, just kind of not miss watering. You know, that's like a fancy thing that a big fancy house would have in my head. A soaker hose? Is it? No. Uh, yeah. No, that's underground irrigation you're talking about. Okay. All right, but a I, soaker hose, not that. I used to use ho- soaker hoses at my other house all the time. I had, I had them laid out, in. Usually the plants would come up and surround them. You couldn't really even see them. Or you put mulch over them. One of the Absolutely. Two. You just leave it there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That sounds ah. great. Pick it up. That, no, Pick no. it up. Let it rip. Yeah. Have something yeah. there. It's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah, they are really nice. But th- that's what it, I think everybody's struggling with right now is watering. Some people even whether or not to water. So some people just don't do that. Yeah. Um, but you can see... Lawns are really stressing out right now. Oh, yes. Gardens are stressing Big out. Big cracks. But you say whether or not to water. Some, some people just don't do that, just don't water. But, you know, when it gets to be as critical, at a critical point, then you have to decide whether or not you're going to do it. Right. So I, I, it kind of seems know. like it's getting to that critical, that critical point. point. I'm just seeing so many brown spots in lawns. It's, yeah, it's getting critical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Well, and, yeah, if if you're watering, I mean, that's the first thing that I would I would not water would be long. Yeah. If, you're, you know, you're down to, down to that point. But absolutely it's so important to, to do any type of plantings that you have, especially, you know, current new plantings, previous year plantings, even two years back watering wow i've had i've had plants that i put in you know three years ago that are struggling with moisture right so you know you have to you have to think i'm not going to lose my shrubs because exactly good point yeah. so a, a perennials you usually say three to five years it takes for them to really get established in the in the garden Three to five years. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that means that they need extra water 
um, first, certainly the first couple of years. And, and shrubs, it's maybe even longer, and trees maybe even longer. So, you know, if you have new planties in the last five years, you probably need to be taking care of them. Okay. A little extra water, a little extra mulch. And I always, I, and of course, you know, because I love plants and improving the landscape so much, I'm extra challenged because I live under huge trees that take all the moisture away immediately. So Mm -hmm. sometimes I have to plan a little wiser where I plant things. <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand that. So that you can take care of them. I think that's what's going on with our linden tree. It's just, just see all the grass near the linden tree is struggling oh, because sure. it's fighting for some water and, and the tree is winning. They're probably, the linden trees are probably struggling too. Did you have Japanese the beetles very in top. Them? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're struggling yeah. too. They have to make up for that, that leaf loss. So they're fighting too. So, but and yeah. but you said the Japanese beetles don't hurt the linden tree. They they'll they'll defoliate them. Right. If they're gone unabated, sure. um, which can be real stressful for okay. a plant to be defoliated. I mean, it's not certainly not going to kill it maybe the first year, but it's going to weaken it, and something else might kill it. Uh. So it's uh, it's a hard time. And and I I had a lot of people ask about Japanese beetles this last week. Yeah. And still about. Uh, bagworms. Bagworms. I'm Still. surprised. Yeah. It seems late to me, but it does. But, but in those cases, again, it, what what should a person do? Well, if you can, you you use uh, um, an insecticide on on the Japanese beetles, and there's several available, and and the same with um, bagworms. Now, the insecticide for a tree would it is it systemic or? There's both because certainly. I mean. I'm just thinking this tree is so tall. It yeah. could be 30 feet, maybe but even 40. That's the only way you can do it that it's way. Systemic? Okay. Yeah, for a, a huge tree. Unless you got a boom sprayer. Or, or your own power sprayer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Backpack sprayer. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> I'll be blowing those leaves into the next t- county. <laughs> Funny, but and then with bagworms, I mean, is the same thing systemic insecticide? uh, It's a actually uh, a bacteria that will kill the worm, huh? And it's usually a spray, okay? BT, BT, that's the easy, easy way, easy thing to remember. BT, okay, Bacillus thuringiensis. See, I told you, BT is easier to <laughs> remember. <laughs> and it only affects the worm. It's not harmful to to humans or oh, any other other critters. Critters, good to know. But usually, bagworms are already in their their little bags, mm-hmm. and the the bacteria. It's very difficult for the bacteria to get through their um, little home. So it's. It's it's not an awful thing to 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 use it right now. I, I don't I mean awful. I mean it's not a pointless thing to use right now. But but it's less effective now than it is earlier in the season when when the critters are are crawling out. Okay. Yeah. Best best time for them to ingest it is while they're while they're active. Okay. And so then I I always tell people one of the best methods to to cut down the population of the bug is to. Uh, pull the bags off the trees it's like the response is always the same ah 
And it just, oh, it's yeah. Like, it's futile because there would be so many. Oh, uh, yeah. And if, got yeah. A, if you have a 20-foot-tall a, a arborvitae, oh, how do you get yeah. up to the top of that? Mm-hmm. So, but if you can get up just so far, that, that'll that cut back the population somewhat. Yep. So. And, and with the population, do they... Do they go dormant and then uh, hibernate and stay there and make that their home? Yes. Or do they tend to move on? Okay. That's, migrate. That's what they're doing. That's, that's their house. That's their little house. For the winter. Uh, and then they're going to come out again. And each bag has lots of insects in it. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, if you, if you take off any, it, it helps. Okay. Usually they're on uh, evergreens. But occasionally they'll be on some other trees. Huh. I've seen it hanging on on chain link fences. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's desperate. Really? <laughs> well, I had a gentleman uh, last couple of weeks ago in showing me pictures. That was uh, it was uh, either a maple or a linden tree. I can't remember. Really? But, but you could see that the, the bags were forming, but they were a little bit different structure because sure. normally you see them with the the pine needles or branches and this was like bigger crunchy pieces but it was really apparent that it was oh that's funny yeah it, it was, was very interesting huh never know the house made out of straw the house yeah. made out of twigs the house made out of stone yeah. well and yeah. did you i don't know if you read uh ryan pankow's article today in this morning in the news gazette but he was talking about how his son came up to him and said daddy he shows him a leaf, and there's a little bump on it. And he says, uh, is this a bug egg? And he was like, well, it kind of, but not really. It's, it's the plant has grown around the bug, <laughs> and it's like a little home now. And he's yeah. like, okay, so the plant made an, an eggshell for the bug. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, sure, Basically. why not? <laughs> and, 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 and letting us know that this particular type of bug wasn't, uh, really wasn't going to be harmful for the tree and or the plant and then uh, and it's just part of the ecosystem so that's the one thing that's hard to judge i think is when you when you have things like japanese beetles and bagworms or uh, whatever it may be affecting it's like well is this is this really going to hurt it or is it just a part of nature's cycle and you well it's all part of nature's cycle yeah yeah that's that's we're the ones that are trying to control it and Manipulate it. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, so yeah, those bugs. That's that's just their nature. That's what they do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, let's switch real quick to weeds, because I was uh, trying to remember. Yuck. I know <laughs> weeds, and they really seem. Why aren't they uh, a little more dormant when the, if there's a drought? They just seem to be growing even more <laughs> because the good plants aren't as strong, perhaps. I don't know. They're eating well. Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Let's start with crabgrass because I could not remember if you said that was an annual or a perennial type of, uh, well, we call them weeds, plant. Anything in the wrong place is a weed. Okay. Or has the possibility to be a weed. So, yeah, it's an annual. Yeah. And it's an annual? Yeah. Okay, so... Pernicious annual. Boy, is it ever. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've been pulling them. I'm very glad that their their roots are rather shallow compared to some of the other weeds that I have to pull. If you get to, to them pull. early. Yeah, uh oh yeah. Okay. Okay. And, but 
boy, some of the it's, other ones. It's just uh, it's very difficult to control, especially this time of year. Uh, you know, whatever you use has to be a topical application. It can't be a, a granular for crabgrass this time of year, and even topicals sometimes won't take it all down mm-hmm. it's just that's the way it is it, it yeah a lot of times it takes more than one application to get rid of any any weed not just necessarily crabgrass sure and there's a lot of lookalikes for crabgrass absolutely there, there's there are chemicals that are listed for killing to kill grab crabgrass okay. but unless that's crabgrass <laughs> it may not kill it but uh, well, we, we it, had this just a few days ago um, uh, somebody brought in a clump of of in my first perception, oh, that's crabgrass. Mm-hmm. And while the crabgrass control didn't do anything to it at all, killed the other weeds in the yard, but didn't do anything on that. We had and, that, yeah. And, and looking at um, grassy weeds, we have, of course, books that we can refer to. There's several um, other weeds that look very, very similar to crabgrass. Huh. Sure. Okay. Well, and you have to think about the crabgrass is growing in your, in your turf. You know, well, that's grass too. So it's very, oh, yeah, it's, it's a very the only scientific, green to my lawn right now. you know, formulas to to try to to kill one one particular strain and not the others. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, it more than likely isn't going to work on just one application. So. Yeah. Okay. It's an interesting concept. I, I I I wish I knew more. Well, no, maybe I don't wish I knew more about chemistry, but um, <laughs> I think chemistry is an interesting concept. <laughs> Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go to the phones where we have Bill calling in. Good morning, Bill. Uh, good morning, folks. How you guys doing? Good morning. We're doing Great. really well. Thanks. Thanks. I'm looking for a um, an autumn blaze hard maple tree. Do you folks have those down there or access to getting them? I oh, we do not have any autumn blaze um, right now. I do have. A couple of other maples that are they're they're selected for their fall color. That's that's usually the those maples are um, named and, and put into the market because they have spectacular fall color. I think I've got two others. And yeah. I can't remember the name of them, but I don't have Autumn Blaze. Okay, uh, I'm C- looking certainly for call three. back uh, if you want to know uh, what the other ones are. Yeah, I can run out and have a oh. look at them, and and they're on sale. Well, I, I, sale. I can uh, I can call down there later. Uh, yeah, but um, I'm looking for a I'm looking for a bald tree, maybe about ten or twelve foot tall. Is that a possibility with you folks? Well, we've quit doing the bald and burlapped um, because it's so difficult for most people to uh, carry those home with them. Uh, so ours will be containerized, and they're usually okay. in seven or ten gallon pots, which okay. usually translate in translates into about an uh, in that kind of a tree, maybe an eight-foot-tall tree, uh, not a real big caliper, uh, maybe less than an inch caliper. Oh, okay. Um, so okay. They're, they're not okay. real big trees, but they're they're very nice, usually very healthy in that size on a, container. On a quick note on them bagworms, I had them horrible on a uh, Norway spruce years and mm. years ago, and someone told me to try this stuff called Thuricide. Yes, that's and the that's, BT. Uh, that's, that stuff worked incredibly well. I mean, them yes. babies were gone. Excellent. Yeah. 
Yep. That's yep. timing is everything with that too. So if you did it at the right time, obvi- yeah, it's certainly going to be very effective. Yeah, obviously you did. That, that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that thermoside. If anybody's out there uh, wondering, thermoside, it actually where I don't even remember where I got it. To be honest with you, because I don't think you can get it at uh, the big box stores. Maybe you can, but boy, I tell you what, I just got a little probably an eight ounce jug of it, a little eight ounce bottle of it, and you mix it. I don't know. I can't remember what I did. Mix it like an ounce per gallon and sprayed it. And holy smokes, them babies wow. didn't like that <laughs> did at all. Did the trick. Yep. Yeah. yeah, just an ounce yeah. per gallon. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's great. Well, That's it great. was hey. something like. Oops. Okay. Hey, Bill, I was going to ask you, are you still with us? Yeah. Okay. The maple yes. tree. What uh, Do you want the maple tree for color or do you have another uh, interest in it? I'd like can, to have it for color. I was yeah. I called about a month ago. I live out in the country, and I actually had a uh, Sienna Glen actually blow over. It was so oh, windy out there. Geez. And I was I was uh, I was <laughs> I was pretty sad about it because my son and I had planted this thing about twenty five years ago. I remember your oh. my yeah, That's and I right. it just absolutely made me sick. And I had a sure. buddy who's got a, uh, a steel winch on the back of a line truck. I was going to try to pull it back straight, but I just thought I was just barking up the wrong tree, so to speak. No play <laughs> on words there, but uh, <laughs> I just figured the roots would be damaged. And I just thought yeah. I was going to fight a losing battle, so I just went ahead and had to take it down. And hey, I was pretty sad about it. I mean, that oh, tree, that tree, and I thought. What could be uh, what could be more hardier? And I asked that question earlier, but I mean, it is what it is. It's just really windy in the country around this area. Sure, sure. Yeah, yep. Nothing to help break it up. I'll uh, I think what I'll do is I'll call you here off the air and maybe okay. get some information on some trees. Great, great. Sounds good. Talk to you later. Right. And good luck well, with this so- one, Bill. Yeah, really. <laughs> All right. Thank thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks for calling in. 356-9397 is our phone number with Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. You know, the speaking of wind, we actually had one of the trees sitting back here on our shrub lot. We had one snapped off in the wind a few yeah. weeks back. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yes. I, I, I still can't yeah. believe it. I know. I've it, not, I don't remember that happening before. Here. No, no. Getting back to the maple trees. Yes. I, I, I was reading the label on, on some pancake syrup. One, uh couple weeks ago <laughs> noticed there was no maple syrup in that pancake syrup <laughs> so then i had to purposefully go to the store just to see what it takes to get some actual maple syrup <laughs> it takes a lot of extra dollars i'll tell you that yeah, it does <laughs> yep <laughs> but then i remember hearing that um you know like chief shimager back when uh when he lived in this area would like two 250 years ago that um Who's the that? potawatomi chief shimager Okay, thank There's Shamagar Park that you might know about. Anyway, he and his tribe, the Potawatomi, of tri- Potawatomi, would um, migrate, and they'd go up to the Kankakee area and tap the maple trees up there uh-huh. for the syrup. And I'm wondering then, could we have t- maple trees down here, or is it just south enough that they wouldn't do very well? Oh. I mean, for tapping maple. Uh, no, it, it doesn't. 
that's not an issue here. Yeah, no, people tap trees here all the time. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, how fun. But this area just happened not to have a lot of trees. It, this was this was a tall grass prairie, not not a not oh. a not a forest. Okay. So that's yeah. why they had to migrate there somewhere are, else to do the trees. Because that's where they were. Because <laughs> they weren't here, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I just thought it had to do something with, like, it just didn't get cold enough in the wintertime. Are you or serious? You, you think, think it doesn't get cold enough here? <laughs> I'm joking. Are you crazy? <laughs> what? what? As opposed to Kankakee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I said I'm the novice here. <laughs> well, then that would be a neat uh, thing to do. Go ahead and just grow maple trees. How fa how long does it take, though, until they, uh, how far into maturity uh, do you have to wait for them to really be able to tap them? I don't know. Do you, John? Well, I, I do not know that. Okay. But they would need to be fairly good size around. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to so. tap something that's two inches wide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you probably break it off. That's a good point. <laughs> talking about trees snapping in half. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's it's something very common in, in the in the northwest mm -hmm. part of the country. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of of maples in their forests, and a lot of maple syrup. Y yeah. Everywhere you go. All right. Did you run into that a lot during your vacation, John? Absolutely. I wasn't looking for syrup. Oh, well. <laughs> seriously. Sometimes, you know, you see so many roadside, roadside stands, yeah, I though. I understand. Yeah. yeah. I was more interested <laughs> in the wineries. Okay. Oh. So, so, yeah, look, we, can, we can tap the wine vine. Or there the are some grapevines, yeah. Okay. I Ish. <laughs> never thought about upstate New York wine. Oh, there's lots of vineyards in mm -hmm. that area. Yeah. Oh, just huge mm -hmm. numbers. Um, you're talking about tapping trees. It, it just never occurred to me that uh, all trees have sap, of course. You can make syrup out of anything. Uh -oh. And I, I was on uh, uh, Mid-America Gardener one evening, and, and one of the people there was talking about tapping uh, walnut trees for syrup. And I said, really? Huh. <laughs> and, and how good it was. I, I, really? You know, I've not seen it available anywhere, but yeah. So then their syrup has a walnutty flavor, I, I, I don't know. It, I, it just... I think about juglin and it seems like a bitter thing. I'm not yeah. sure, but I mean, it, it juglin the, the the stuff that's in walnut trees that makes plants not grow. Oh, okay. <laughs> because it's like, isn't it poisonous? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, you want that? <laughs> huh. I have, but you yeah, know. I've I've seen like walnut oil, like in for cooking, like for sure. flavoring. Really. But sure. I've never when I was thought a kid, about syrup. You went to the carnival or the circ or the fair, the county fair, and there was a, a black walnut taffy yeah. place. And sure, they had uh, walnut flavoring, certainly. So it's this hmm. not bad for you. I just it just never occurred to me you could tap a walnut tree for yeah. syrup. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be either. In fact, I wouldn't. I can't imagine tapping any kind of a tree except well, I guess a rubber, a rubber tree for the rubber, and then yeah, the syrup. For the maple trees. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? It is. Yep. Well, um, I, I, I am wondering, you kind of touched upon how um, a lot of people have been in this past week asking about Japanese beetles and uh, about bagworms. Anything else crab you've kind grass. of been get hit with? Crabgrass. So I'm not the only one with no. crabgrass? No. Oh, that makes me feel so no, much no, better. No. This is this is when it shines. This is when it does its thing. Really? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, met, I met a new neighbor. I met one of my neighbors for the first time 
the other day, and I, I just felt I had. I said, "I'm so sorry about my crabgrass. We are trying to do it." She was like, <laughs> "Oh, don't worry about it." <laughs> <laughs> well, you're being kind. Just share your crabgrass stories. <laughs> I feel like that guy on the, in the neighborhood. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just, oh. no, it's it's out there. This is what it likes. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? It's green. Okay. We obsess too much with our lawns. I okay. Mean, really. Thank you. Look, look at John's face. Just get over it. <laughs> <I'm> just like, <laughs> yeah. It just yeah. is. Come on. Yeah, but you're right. I do feel like I have to worry about what other people might think That's because right. I have <laughs> crabgrass. But you're but you're absolutely right. The greenest parts of my lawn is the crabgrass. <laughs> I I hadn't been able to get out and weed in my garden for a while, several a number of weeks actually. Just didn't have the time. And about a week and a half ago, I had a day to do that, and I had this huge, huge bucket full of weeds in my front yard, uh, let yeah. alone not to say anything about my backyard. But, I mean, they fitted into the garden so well. They were green. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I, I didn't even notice them because I wasn't looking for them. So, you know, it was just another green plant. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. You just all of a sudden, and then you start creeping up closer. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait a minute. What's that? You're not <laughs> a part of this. <laughs> Except it is. Right. Steve is phoning in. Good morning, Steve. How are you today? Oh, not too bad. Well, good. I've got a white butterfly bush that this year grew. And, I mean, just, you know, came back and grew, but it's not, no, no, uh, buds or flowers or anything this year at all. It's just a nice bush. Last year it was white and prolific everything. I, I was trying to figure out why. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I, that, that's really puzzling. I, th- this is the kind of weather that they like. If, if you don't let them dry out, they, they just do well. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine why it isn't flowering. Um, is it in any kind of shade at all? No, it's in you know full sun and everything. And last year it's all a whole bunch of buds and flowers and everything. And this year, it's like you wouldn't even know it's a uh, butterfly bush because there's no bushes part of it. I mean, sure, it's grown sure. as a tree, basically, wow. or a heavy bush, but wow. but no flowers at all. Interesting. Like that a biennial, almost. <laughs> did, w- did you fertilize it? No, never did. Well, see, I was going to say that might might have been the reason, because you did fertilize it, but sometimes you put uh, too much nitrogen on, on plants and they don't flower. They go, they do most of their production in mm-hmm. leaf growth. Huh. So, okay, that doesn't explain it. <laughs> I am so sorry. That I was I, my first yeah. guess. I cannot, was... cannot imagine why it mm. didn't flower, unless that the, the buzz just got hit at the wrong time in the spring. It's which, possible. Which happens yeah, to a, a lot of different weather, Yeah, yeah seriously. I mean, yeah. you know, peonies, that can happen to them. Just routinely, if if we get that late freeze, magnolias. I mean, we the magnolias, yeah, they 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 get hit almost every year. So that's mm-hmm. the only reason I can think of that, that it might that, not bloom. That would be a couple of the reasons, yeah, yeah. And, I would just uh, just also, talk nice to it. Yeah, go ahead. Just talk nice <laughs> to yeah, it and hope, hope, hope for the best next year. Right? Yeah, really. Oh, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. And then I I also ha- had a uh, another cl- white clematis I planted this year, starting to go to town. I guess the Japanese beetles liked it because oh, yeah. it kind of died out. Okay. But now I had one on the other side of this, uh, like a trellis, and they, they didn't bother it at all. They just picked up, I mean, the white one was eh, not too prolific yet, you know, had, you know, but 
But I get it started, you know, turning brown. Everything I thought, well, I needed to water it. No, then I saw, and they were attacking the leaves. Everything. So yeah, I just wonder. That's the other thing. Why did it bother the other one? I, you know, they they've got little bitty tiny brains, and I just don't know how to tell you that they sometimes they just like one plant, and not the other. Oh, I, okay. I've had that happen in my yard. Uh, something it, actually even in in like a mixed pot. I'll have annuals in a mixed pot, and there'll be one annual in it that they, they love, and they don't they don't bother mm. anything else. I just think it's so weird. Mm. And, so yeah, and I okay. think that they just come and and they attach to one plant, and then they're they're satisfied because they can. They have everything they need. They're not going to move. Yeah. But, you know, on your mm. clematis, I think the, another thing to investigate, because I just had this happen. I had a, a, a sweet autumn, uh, not a sweet autumn, it's a summer love, a sweet summer love. That's the kind of purple blooming uh, autumn clematis. And it was blooming really beautifully. And then all of a sudden, it just, the whole thing just turned brown. Mm. So I, I, mm. I started investigating and looking at the base of it, and a rabbit had chewed off the base the stems oh. I, I, oh you know so any damage at the base and you know it'll just obviously sure. it's just gonna die but check that out see if there's anything going on at the base of it yeah well I, I, I think uh, like say it was the i think it was the japanese beetles because they they certainly kind of turned brown the, the what little leaves they had and everything they were just chewed up and everything so i'm poor little thing well, don't yeah. give up on it because uh, even that one I was just talking about, I've watered it continuously since then, and it's starting to grow again. Uh-huh. So don't okay, give up I'll on it. it a, I'll, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll throw some water on it then. I would do okay. that. Yeah. Thank you. All right. There you go. Thanks, Steve. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. I'm at war with rabbits. Are you? Yes. How? I'm, a lot of people are. Yeah. They've been they've been really prolific this year. I have people. Mm-hmm. That's another thing I've had people ask a lot about are rabbits. Yeah, and yeah. But what can you do? Get a fox. Okay. <laughs> Aside from that. Yeah. Okay. Beyond that. Well, there's, there's, yeah. There's repellents, you know, and that's really a lot of times you have to be just very diligent with it. Yeah, uh, the in two liquid form or liquid, There's a granular, pal- granular. Yeah. So and hmm. and sometimes it's a matter of using one product and then maybe switching off to another one. Oh, okay. So, so, so they don't you know, get used to it. They don't get used to it. Yeah. I think the two different ones we have right now. One of them is a capsicum based, the uh, hot pepper based, and the other one is fox urine. Okay. So that that would be a, a great uh, s- switch thing, you know, do one for mm-hmm. a while and then another one. But it's it's like anything else; you can't just do it once and it's going to take care of the problem. Yep. You have to keep keep applying the repellent. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's uh, every year is a challenge, you know, in gardening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you're absolutely right about about Marianne. You couldn't all of a sudden you're like, how did this plant die like yeah. that? And you, that's part of your scouting and when you're looking around the garden you you need to investigate for things like that yeah i have a tenacious problem with voles and uh, little ground squirrels hmm. they love it if you plant a new plant they're immediately want to go there because the soil's been it's easy to get in oh there. sure i didn't and, think about that you know, yeah. then they start you know damaging your roots yeah 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 on they'll eat they eat the roots and the ground squirrels just basically dig around and and ruin them yeah you know they'll make tunnels everywhere so what are you doing for them yeah what can you do well well i had a cat but he decided he wanted to go live at the neighbors (laughs) 
It's because you weren't talking nice the to him. The take the hush pace better over there. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's too funny. Yeah. But otherwise, what, you put well, netting over it, it, it or it, there's, a caging? Again, or? There's, there's repellents, and then also uh, I've started to get some, there's like a bait box that you can that's not something we have though is it? No. the bait box yeah i've i've seen products other places that are supposed to not just be repellents they're supposed to eradicate the problem so yeah. I, and whether they work or not i don't know but um it's worth a shot because those are really a problem they are and uh also especially we have our, our chicken coop and they are especially like to go there Oh, so that's interesting. Yeah, all those little boogers. Yeah, <laughs> I know, aren't they? Seriously. <laughs> all right, last minute deals. We need to get in real quick. Oh, uh, PrairieGardens.com. You can get a coupon for five dollars off hanging basket. That's great, and they have a bunch of new, fresh hanging baskets in to choose from. Oh, they're beautiful color. They truly beautiful are. Colors. Lots of fresh colors. Thank you so much, both of you. Thank you. You've been listening to Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with plant experts Marianne Metz and John Weisgarver. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our executive producer today was Jim Lewis. You can find a podcast of this show. It'll be available later today at WDWS.com. You'll also find previous shows there. Up next, Saturday Sports Talk with Steve Kelly and Lauren Tate here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Have a wonderful weekend. I love this store. I think that the variety of clothes here is different than what you're going to find at most places like in the mall. I don't know who the buyer is, but I've got the same taste apparently. And the prices are on point. It's nothing too expensive. Clothes are comfortable and very um, flattering and just stylistically yeah, a little bit different than what you can get at the other shops in town. For an ever-changing selection of trendy and affordable clothing, purses, and jewelry, visit the Prairie Gardens Boutique, Springfield and Duncan, Champaign.